Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast this week. Thank you very much for tuning in here on our YouTube channel. And uh, this week we have a very special guest and a very special bonus episode for you guys. And our guest is coming all the way from Australia this week, the farthest guest we've ever had. So we'll get to her in a moment. But uh, thank you very much for tuning in this week. And um, thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, just hit that subscribe button. And also don't forget to like this video. Uh, this week we do welcome our special guest all the way from Australia. She is known as Revealing Light Tarot, uh, Marianne. She's going to be joining us here and uh, let's bring her on in. Hello, Trevor. How are you? And thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, thank you very much for joining us here on Haunting Light Podcast. I appreciate you taking your time out of your schedule to join us, especially being so far away. And uh, being able to connect like this is pretty cool. So um, mm. you're basically a tarot reader. Um, you do a lot of readings on your channel on YouTube. So I'm a follower of yours and I like your work quite a bit. So um, it's a pleasure to have you on this week. Oh, thank you. I, um, being located in Australia, um, you know, we, we've got a natural symmetry with Canadians. Um, we're all part of the Commonwealth, um, but we've got a lot of similarities in our values and our lifestyles. Um, and a lot of Australians travel through Canada, and I think likewise as well. So be good when our borders open up again and we can do a bit more of that. Yeah, it would be. Unfortunately, I know you guys are still stuck in lockdown. You've had some severe cases of COVID and stuff in your area. So we wish you the best of luck in the recovery. And we hope you get out of lockdown soon as well. So, Thank you, Trevor. Um, it's, I, I have to say, Australians have been doing it really tough. I want to, I want to, I want to say that it's kind of, you know, I've got a certain percentage of Australians that follow my channel uh, and I, you know, I, I hear them when they say that they've been separated from loved ones for so long now. And, um, uh, yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit tough for Australians. So, um, you know, if any Australians are watching this, um, yeah, I, I, I just know that by the end of this year, things are going to start to improve for us. Yeah, well, we wish you the best of luck, and we definitely hope you guys come out of lockdown and are able to get out and do the things you want to do. So, But today we're here to talk to you about your career and what you do with tarot. So you're calling your channel Revealing Light Tarot. Um, how did that name come about? Yeah, um, well, I started off as Revealing Light Tarot. I've um, moved more over the last four years. Uh, I've moved into... Um, astrology and spiritualism um, more so in a way spiritualism goes back to my roots because that's where I started uh, as a young child I saw uh, patterns forming uh, in the what I I didn't know I didn't know what they were like a vibrational kind of thing the, the things you see 
on my channel now, the orbs, the, 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 you know, almost like spirit is wanting to apparate here. On my website, there is a winged orb that I've put on the landing page or a link to on the landing page, very clearly documents and what would be an elemental or an angel angelic type uh, spirit um, starting from behind in these curtains, flying over and landing in my tarot cards. That is there and visible for everybody to see. It's quite clearly a winged elemental uh, angelic type of presence. Um, these are quite common in my videos. Uh, they're quite common off screen for me to see and experience. In fact, some days are so active that I can see them shooting off my actual physical body. Um, this takes me back to, uh, as I said, very young, uh, when I was very young, and I just didn't understand what was happening. I've always been um, pretty, um, you know, able to predict, um, knowing what's going to happen before it will happen, but not having any frame of reference for that, not knowing what to do with it. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's orbs here right now, but... Um, uh, and I hope that you'll be able to see them. Sometimes you, you will during a recording, sometimes you won't. It's not as if they, they're on tap and they'll just appear magically. They will, they will come probably when you're least expecting it. But, yeah, suffice to say I suppressed all that stuff as a kid, but I always had a natural bent toward learning about the esoteric, learning about the spiritual, learning about occult matters. And so... Um, I'm a natural learner being a Sagittarian and so I put my mind to learning about things like ley lines, about energy grids, about, you know, the work of people uh, like uh, Nikolai Tesla, um, you know, even delving into who and what the Masons were. Uh, every All of those uh, subjects fascinated me as well as uh, being very drawn to mediumship work and uh, reading and learning uh, from, from, from mediums. And I've done a lot of work in the last four years. It's been an accelerated um, catch-up for me, uh, and I've worked with some pretty good evidentiary mediums uh, to learn, uh, to hone um, what I get, hone my clairvoyance to clear uh, audience as well. Um, so it's been a... a big journey for me uh, in the last four years, but it was one that I had to make. So had this only started in the past four years or were you as a child, did you have any abilities back then as well? Or uh, Yeah, uh, as a child, I can remember seeing, uh, some people will call them ghosts, um, patterns of, of energy, um, the kinds of things, as I said, orbs, um, feeling spirit very close around me. And I think when you don't know what's going on, uh, and this is probably a cautionary tale for explorers, paranormal explorers generally, if you go in with fear, um, you can misinterpret what you're seeing or what you're hearing through the lens of fear. And so I was fearful of this because I didn't know at a very personal level, I could read all the books in the world, but a very personal experience-based level, 
I, I didn't, I had shut that out. I'd shut that out. So needing to be mentored by some really good um, mediums uh, was very important. And so in 2015, I went through a, um, a life-threatening, life-changing cancer journey. And I knew once I'd gone through that, my spirit was so active during those three or four years of treatment, chemotherapy, radiation, you know, surgeries, uh, recovery, rehabilitation. Um, <clears throat> spirit was everywhere. And it was the thing that I clung to. It was like all of a sudden a portal had opened up for me in 2015. It had always been there, but it was it had to be my decision to actively uh, interrelate, communicate with that portal. So once that was done, I knew that there was a purpose that I had to follow. So I left a um, orthodox managerial type career um, and moved into this kind of work. Uh, uh, and hence, that's when I started my channel. I had been reading tarot for family, friends, personally, since I was 23 years of old age. So I knew I, that was the first thing I gravitated toward because I was familiar with tarot. Um, but I have since, um, I've always had that clairvoyance happening. In fact, when I was very, very young, um, I described it to a teacher because I didn't, again, you've got to understand that he was, he was this small child that had no frame of reference to what was going on with them. And I wrote, I'm a writer as well, and I wrote, uh, I wrote down what I was experiencing. I described a trance. I described going somewhere else. And, um, and she put that down to a very vivid imagination. And they always said that about me. She has a very vivid imagination. I became known as the girl with the vivid imagination. Of course, in hindsight, what that was was clairvoyance. Yeah, it does sound like clairvoyance and you definitely have some clear ability since you're sensing energies and stuff while you're going through treatments for sure. And um, sounds like you had a rough time with your treatments, but hopefully that's all in your past yes. now. Yeah, yeah look, it's, um, you know, in terms of astrology, it was all there in my natal chart. The lessons that I chose to learn this lifetime, uh, it was all there. Uh had I known about astrology, because I've been studying astrology fairly closely now for, for the four years, as I said, this is just like being, uh, you know, deciding to um, to do what I what I what I was here to do. All of that is in my natal chart. If I if I had a known back then, what I didn't know now, I would have probably uh, there were big lessons for me around health and work and being a workaholic and you know, being a bit more discerning, being setting boundaries, all of those things. So my life lessons um, sort of culminated in, uh, I mean, cancer wards are full of the most, you know, the kindest people who need to set boundaries and say no. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, the, the beautiful thing around that time was uh, Spirit Walk very closely with me that entire time, very closely. Did you find that you made a connection to your spirit guides at that time? Were they guiding you along as well? My, um, yes, uh, yeah, my biggest connections are with my, um, uh, I guess, my passed over loved ones. So I have um, parents and 
and a sibling and uh, grandparents in spirit. And uh, they, they are around me a lot. And um, it's, that's a beautiful thing for me because I was obviously, you know, I obviously miss them, but they are, are here. Uh, they walk with me in dreams. They uh, were even there in the twilight world of anaesthetic uh, during an operation. Um, and uh, again, that astral plane, that astral level is very close in my day-to-day consciousness. As for my spirit guides, there is an um, <clears throat> an elderly an elderly man, a, a learned monk type of person that uh, mediums will see around me, and he is very much a spirit guide. Um, that higher learning, that astrology, that bent that I have toward searching, exploring uh, through metaphysical knowledge uh certainly that guide is there helping me do that yeah that's great that you can connect with your guides uh was it something easy for you to do at that time or was it something you had to learn yourself to do um this is uh gonna sound really strange uh but i've always felt the presence of my guardian angel now that people will go angels angels what you know what are you talking about you know this is this is kind of a religious concept but whatever you want to call it your um you know your uh some people might call that a spirit guide but uh i do feel this is more like an an angelic uh energy um i've felt that around me all my life all my life um and uh, I, I think um, that kind of knowledge, knowing that, sensing that energy, that benign, um, oh, it's good energy around you, whatever you want, whatever name you want to call it, allows me to, to go into territory, maybe take, I don't know if it's a risk, but um, understand that when I do open up that portal, I do so in safety. I do so with protection. Uh, and, again, with without fear. Uh, sometimes I can um, not understand the realms at which to which I extend out to, but I always have that anchor through that benign energy around me that has been there all my life. Yeah. And so then at what point did you start teaching yourself or learning the art of tarot was at some at some point in your life as well that you decide to go into that path or I think uh, people who are um, uh, spiritual or people who have a natural well everyone has a clairvoyant or a psychic ability but those of us that were meant to work with it are naturally drawn toward uh, esoteric type of places and situations and I remember being, uh, I lived at the, as, as a younger person, young adult, I lived uh, very close to King's Cross, which is actually in Sydney. It can be quite a dangerous area. But uh, I walked into a shop in King, King's Cross. It was like had dusty benches and it was like the, the shop that time forgot. And there was this Aquarian deck, uh, a tarot deck there. And I still got that deck and I picked that up and uh and started learning tarot uh, back then. Um, 
But <clears throat> I think, yeah, my dream, my dreamscape, I've, I've delved very, very at the, around that time, very um, deeply into in dream interpretation um, and, uh, and also uh, communicating in that dream, uh, dreamscape. Um, so that's always felt very, very um, natural to me. Un uh, unfortunately, I had a dream not last night, but the night before that, Biden, Joe Biden, had a close shave with a with a an attempt on him. I hope to goodness uh, he was okay, but it took some, it took some. Uh, he, he, you know, he was protected ultimately by his Secret Service. But um, you know, those sort of dreams are unsettling. I, I guess the biggest thing that I'm grappling with now uh, is. Not all predictions that I bring forward are, uh, you know, are going to be <laughs> heard or received well. Uh, and so I have, I have to go back to the reason why I'm doing this and go, well, you don't, do you want to just hold people's hands and give them perhaps not very authentic things or do you actually want to make those predictions um, that you're given. Uh, and it's a big decision for me to make because on social media you get a lot of blowback when, when you're delivering something that people don't want to hear. Uh, so, I, you know, there's a, a, a new trajectory for the work that I do on my channel coming up in the future and I'm really thinking hard and uh, long about where I want to take this work, where I want to take this clairvoyance and mediumship and tarot and divination yeah yeah that's going to be my next question as well so you do your work for your channel but do you also do work for private clients as well do you do like readings day to day as well yeah i did in the first couple of years uh post-cancer in 2015 but i produce a lot of video and uh, I was just becoming worn out. And, uh, and so I had to really put some boundaries around what I could, uh, what I could deliver uh, for people while still, you know, so I chose to go into video, more video production. I run, uh, I run a Patreon channel, which I produce separate content for. I produce a lot of content on YouTube. Um, I have a Facebook platform. Um, and uh, and my website, because I have been trained as a writer through the vivid imagination, that's where they steered me, um, probably rightly so. Uh, the orthodox teachers steered me into uh, studying writing and making a career as a writer. Um, I run a blog on my website. Um, so there's a lot of work that I do without taking, you know, that without... I'd have to drop something to go back to private readings, yeah. And that may, and maybe that's what I'll do in the future. But right now, the accent is on produ production, yeah, video production. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to keep everything in line and make sure you're focused on the right area that you're meant to be. So, but it sounds like you have a lot of different avenues open to you. Yeah, uh, diverse, di being diversified is uh, has always been um, important to me so you don't get bogged down, so that you can remain fresh, so that you can remain in that state of forward momentum and not 
stale or stagnant or whatever. So uh, that's just, that's in my chart too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of your chart, um, you mentioned that earlier. Um, when did you get involved in astrology and uh, what does that do for you? Yeah, um, it's it's like seeing a blueprint of universal law, L-O-R-E. Um, it is, uh, it's incredible astrology. It's, it's mind-boggling how accurate astrology can be. Uh, when I started my channel, I was lucky enough to be mentored by an astrologer in the States, um, and uh, she uh, she suddenly, well, not suddenly, but she sent me over a big box of her astrology books for me to read and said, I'm passing the baton on to you. Um, and so, so under her mentorship, and then in the end she said, stop calling me a mentor, you're a peer now, um, under that, and then and then I also studied evolutionary astrology as well, uh, which really puts um, puts the focus on the soul's journey, on the karmic blueprint that we all come into this life with. Um, so yeah, so that's been intensive study as well. Um, don't need to study tarot so much, but uh, but astrology I just got drawn to because. Uh, in any chart, you can see the, it's like a big jigsaw and you can put the pieces of the puzzle in to see the full picture. Uh, <clears throat> it's amazing. It's ama an amazing esoteric science astrology. Yeah. Yeah, it is basically a science all by itself. Um, I've never personally been able to uh, latch on to that type of thing. Um, I'm starting just to learn tarot myself now a little bit, but I haven't got into astrology too much yet. Uh, what will you say to somebody that's kind of interested in all these different types of sciences? Like, how would you say yeah. for someone to pick what's right for them? I think you've got to go with your gut feelings. Um, so you've had a gut feeling to study tarot. Um, and that's that's where now you've got, I've just drawn the two of cups. So um, connecting with others, you know, that's going to give you an opportunity to do that in some way. Um, so uh, you've got to go with your gut feeling. Um, and it's all about this getting forward movement, isn't it? So, um, and getting that information for you, keeping the wheel, uh, the wheel of fortune, the Jupiter um, expansion. So I would say that's why you're, you're leaning towards studying tarot. You see this as an expansion of a way of gaining more information and, uh, and using that to move forward with what you're doing. Uh, and you would, because you've chosen to do that, you listen to your gut feeling and is absolutely the right way to go. Um, for me, uh, I, I went toward mediumship because of my clairvoyance to try and make sense out of the images I was getting. And so I've done uh, readings for others where I will uh, be given a piece of evidence. Um, I do focus on evidentiary mediumship. Um, I'd be given a piece of evidence, uh, an image uh, or a phrase to interpret, uh, and that way people know that we've actually got someone, one of their passed over loved ones. Uh, I needed to learn about evidentiary mediumship to give my clairvoyance some kind of structure because otherwise it was, you know. <laughs> um, but by the same token, I'm all, also, um, I don't believe in, you know, when it comes to, uh, psychic t 
talents. I don't, or psychic gifts or psychic study. I don't believe in putting barriers, so many barriers around that you're going to stifle exploration. So I know I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm answering your question in so far as, yes, you have to listen to your gut, but you also have to be prepared to become an explorer as well. And, you know, if, if, if those two things exist, you're going to do a lot of learning and a lot of finding. You know, it's like going on a bit of a treasure hunt, really. You know, you find these most magical things there. Yeah, I think that's a lot about what this show is about as well. Like Haunty Live is about connecting, making connections and bringing people's um, craft together, like what they do forward. So, you know, I really wanted to bring forward what people do because a lot of people do the same thing but just in their own way so I wanted to sort of bring that forward and showcase you know we're all in this together but we might have different ways of going about it so sort of the same thing yeah absolutely and I've recently not recently well probably in the last six months or so started looking at paranormal paranormal investigators the reason that I do that is because I've actually had EPVs on my Patreon channel. I've I've been doing a reading. Um, one pretty poignant one was I was telling my viewers about a friend who um, took his own life, uh, and he was a, a very close friend of mine. And I and I said to them, you know, one of the one of the things I regret is I didn't have a chance to say goodbye to him. And the EPV, I wound up the video, the EPV came over the, uh, over the recording uh, as goodbye. So, um, you know, so that was my friend who was there um, allowing me to say goodbye, acknowledging that I was actually saying goodbye. Um, so there's a lot of uh, you know, not just for entertainment value, but there's a with paranormal exploration. It's um, it's about bringing the outer realms closer to us in whatever way you choose to do so. Well, that's one thing I did want to ask you um, here today as well is you have some mediumship abilities yourself. You're saying so. Have you ever encountered any type of spirit? I think you mentioned something recently about an encounter that you had. Yeah, um, I, I, I see um, <laughs> it, what I, when I see, uh, you know, because there's a couple of ways of seeing spirit, you can do so clairvoyantly. What you can also see physical, physical mediumship. And what I see is, uh, you know, I'll be sitting reading the, uh, reading something on, on the news or something like that on my iPad or doing something like that, suddenly I will know somebody's walked into the room and I'll know where they are. So I will look up and what I see is like a like I, I see spirit energetically at this time anyway. So I will see like a heat wave, what you could imagine to be. I'll see the energy there and manifesting uh, and then I will also see um, orbs. So uh, one of the reasons people come to my channel, I'm sort of known as the orb lady, but those orbs I see all the time. Now, what are orbs? Orbs are spirit uh, one way or another. They are the way that spirit will manifest in an energetic form. So those orbs have been becoming bigger for me uh, off 
off video screen in my daily life. Um, and I do feel that it won't be too long away before I actually see a, it's like, um, yeah, it's like they're starting to form in front of me, but you've got to get your vibration high enough for that to, for them to come through because it's, they don't do that in isolation on their own. They need you to, to do that as well. And so, uh, yeah, the way I see spirit is physically. Um, then I have to go into clairvoyant images to say, well, who is this? And then I'll get an answer. Um, yeah, so uh, at this point of time, I'm seeing like a vapour-like energies uh, around in the it, it, around me. So when I walk into a house, I can I can see that as well. So that's good. Um, and then I get a, a clear sent sentience or a clear audience or a clairvoyance about who is this, who what is this energy, who is it? That's cool. Then are you able to communicate with the energy as well? Like, can you interact with the energy? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too because you would think that it would be a very formal interaction, but there is a um, uh, an older man in this house that I live in. It's a very old house. Um, and uh, he often is around me in my dining room and uh, he's got a great sense of humour. And so um, uh, I often find myself uh, smiling. He often laughs or uh, not pokes fun, that's not the right word, but... Um, there is a, a smile when he, uh, when I become fear, you know, if I become fearful of what I'm seeing and picking up, he will just laugh as if to say, don't be frightened. Uh, this is pretty normal. Um, yeah. So I think that one of the reasons I wanted to come on today was to say that we shouldn't be frightened of seeing, hearing, sensing, because uh, a lot of people will sense spirit and they don't know what they're sensing. Uh, don't be fearful. It's very normal. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very normal, but so many people are just so naturally closed off to it that they don't know what to do with it, right? Mm, that That's true, and their fear closes them off. Um, the fear will stop. Uh, fear is a contraction, not an expansion, and I had to learn that. I had to learn that uh, very, uh, I don't know, that was one of the biggest lessons to... Um, learn to live with the upper realms uh, was to manage my fear. Okay, then I'll ask this next question. Was there something that you were afraid of when you were getting into the field? Yeah, there's something. Uh, no, not, uh, not, when I, not when I understood this was what I had to do um, and then make sense out of what was always there that I didn't, that I had been blocking. I lost a lot of my fear. Sometimes uh, I, as a child I was always very frightened of the dark and so that plays into the fear as well. Um, I still don't like seeing, I still don't like not being able to see where I'm going um, and so if I was put into to a dark and haunted house, that would probably make, make me a little bit, edgy uh, but there again I do a lot of um, a lot of protection before I even walk into 
anything, any all, before all of my videos, I, uh, I I run through a series of steps, um, and so that I know then that everything is is going to be okay because I've done that protective work. I think if you're barreling in with a you know into areas you don't know about, <clears throat> you're not doing the protection. You're allowing your fear to. Uh, to to really drive you forward, um, I think you can have some unpleasant experiences. Yeah, it's always good to protect yourself, <clears throat> even if it's something simple as, like you say, just doing a quick reading on a video. It's because you never know what energies are going to come into your area that you're working with when you're working with spirits. So, um, yeah. anyways, um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about today before we let you go? Well no, just to say that um, I do admire the, the paranormal explorers. I think that's another way of, uh, of you know, highlighting that uh, there is more than what we can actually see in this world uh, and the unseen we should be learning about. Absolutely, we should be learning about. But no fear. Go into it without any fear. Know that you're protected. Your loved ones are always around you and they will protect you uh, if you acknowledge them and ask for that protection. I've just built a new website. People can head over to www.revealinglighttarot.com and have a look at the new website. I run a blog over there and so I use that writing that I was trained for. I use that writing there to... Um, to write a, a blog, probably not as often as I should, but you can subscribe to the blog, have a look around my website. The other thing I did last year, I think it was last year, is I developed a Revealing Light Oracle deck. That uh, Details of that are on my website as well. Uh, that's very much a Oracle uh, for the soul, the soul's journey. Um, and so head over there. There's a video that tells you all about it. Other than that, keep exploring. That's what I would say. Yeah, and keep doing it safely as well. So that's number one is always do things safely and make sure you're safe at all times. So, well, thank you, Marianne, so much. I appreciate you coming on Haunted Eye Podcast this week. It was a pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm a big follower of yours. I check out almost every video that you put up and uh, will continue to do so. And I recommend that people check you out as well. So, Thanks so much, Trevor. Lovely to talk today. Yes, you too. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.